0: welcome back to another edition of the spike bar podcast Uh, apologies it's been a a couple of weeks since the last uh, preview podcast uh, with uh, work travel and uh, a golf trip uh, with with my buddies from pga life 365 adam and simon uh, last week there wasn't much time to get a podcast out so uh, apologies didn't get one out there Uh, but hopefully we'll be uh, back to normal this this week uh, next week I'm on another business trip actually in the States, um, but I will definitely be doing a podcast and a run-up to the Masters, just haven't quite worked out the logistics of that as yet. But uh, let, let's get into uh, uh, what happened last week at the WGT Dell Match Play. Um, and of course, the Corrales Pentacana Championship on the PGA Tour and the Hero Indian Open on the European Tour. Um, obviously, we have to start with the match play. Dell match play. Uh, great victory by uh, Man of the People, Kevin Kisner, uh, beating Matt Kuchar in the final three and two. Um, Kisner became only the second ever player to reach uh, consecutive finals in the in the match play. Uh, I think the other person was Hunter Man, if I remember rightly. Um, so you know, another. Uh, great sort of rendition of his uh, match play record, really, and um, another kind of interesting decision that he wasn't part of the Ryder Cup team last year, even more so because, you know, his game is keep it in the fairways, get it on the greens and putt everything, um, which... Le Golf National, I can tell you from having played there last weekend, you, you need to keep it in the fairways, get it on the Greens and putt well. Um but nonetheless it was a, a fabulous week by him. He was nearly eliminated in the play in the round robin stage. Um obviously he was uh, drawn up against Ian Poulter, um who he lost to in his match, but um they both then finished with a two and one record, so had a sudden death uh playoff, which uh, which he won. To get through to the knockout stages, so um, a great—he's a great fighter, great competitor. Uh, not the longest hitter in the world, but just is always there or thereabouts. A little bit sort of Molinari, a little Poulter-esque uh, in that uh, in that regard. Um, interestingly, with Coacher again, he's in some phenomenal form. He obviously leads the FedEx Cup rankings at the minute um, through the first sort of six months of the season. Um, again, just steady throughout um the young had a little bit of controversy again uh bless him he just can't keep keep out of his own way at the minute um in his match against sergio uh sergio had a, a putt that just missed out it was less than i think a foot two and a half feet um it was a gimme regardless but uh before he could say gimme um sergio had sort of just hit the putt in anger and it, it didn't go in um and then kucha so oh, yeah basically Kucha would not give the part and Sergio was okay with it but it was just it, it, again it just wasn't a good look for for Kucha but I can understand why he didn't do it it's just bless him he he cannot he cannot get out of his own way from a PR point of view with uh, shenanigans at the Mayakoba Classic and El not paying l2 his caddy very much money uh, and now this is just uh, a number of different things hopefully it'll blow, o- blow over um, he seems like a good enough dude but just um like i say from a pr point of view his management must be tearing his hair out um it was a good week for the europeans on the whole uh, a lot of the rider cuppers performed pretty well um, throughout the throughout the week uh, you know Molinari and Lucas Beauregard obviously the two standouts both getting to the semi-finals and obviously losing to uh, Kisner and Kutcher respectively Molinari was ridiculous dominating absolutely everyone before losing to Kisner in the final um, he lost to, to Kisner two and one I think he had a close match against Webb Simpson um, but that aside he was like he was winning five and four and six and five throughout it was just in fabulous form uh, and Lucas again had another great week um, uh, dominated Stenson uh, and then had to play Tiger uh, beat Tiger uh, finishing birdie Eagle par um, to uh, to get to the semi-final so a fabulous week for him that uh, bumps him up the uh, world rankings and he's now the leading Dane he's overtaken Thorborn Ollison as a leading Dane in the world rankings so great week for them Rory looked fabulous until he played Tiger um, and even then he looked good he just again just struggles on the green doesn't he you just wish he would play better on the greens and had he, he had a disastrous 15th hole he was miles down uh, with his drive Tiger was in all sorts of trouble in the bunker in the lip and then uh, the next thing you see is he's Waffling, you know waved his five eye he's gone in the bunker he's then chipped out the bunker into the fence and all sorts so uh, it was a shame because he looked like he was coming back hard at, at tiger he was three down and he managed to get it down to one down um but uh, just couldn't could not close it out but again he's in some really good form we've got the masters coming up next week so again i expect him to be featuring there um a pretty disappointing week for those of uh, the US Ryder Cup team uh, from last year. Kepka, Spieth, Thomas, DJ Bubba, Patrick reed none of them made it through uh, to the final stages. Granted, he had an All-American final in Kisner and Kucha, but um, disappointing not to see some of the firepower of some of the best players in the world not not making it through. Um, but it wasn't all bad news for US golf um, <clears throat> Excuse me. That was a, this was the sixth consecutive WGC event that was won by an American. So Americans are dominating the uh, the WGC events over the last uh, eighteen months or so. Um, in terms of the picks that we had, so uh, my pick, um, I, I don't think any of us did very well, really. Uh, so Simon Simon Byford won the week this week with Rory as his pick. And then myself, Adam, and the invisible goal for Mark, um, we all failed to get past the group stages. I had Justin Thomas, Adam had Brooks Kepka, and Mark had Rafa cabrera Um, None of them really did a great deal, uh, unfortunately. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, it was a good week. Look, I really enjoyed the match play. Um, and I understand it's a bit frustrating when you get to kind of the final day. The final day is a bit... A, a bit of a washout because there's only four players playing in it um, and if it's not one of the big guns then there's perhaps not as much interest but as a whole I thought the week was great there's some really interesting golf played it's just fascinating to watch different players do well uh, you know you see different players really thrive in this sort of environment like Kevin Narr, like Cooch. Um, it's just it brings different golfers through it's not just the long hitters uh, lots of different types of styles get through so it was cool to see and i think from a european or from a uk point of view we play quite a lot of match play here um, week in week out at, at the clubs and in our club competition so just quite interesting watching that format so good event um there were obviously a couple other events on the PGA Tour, uh there was a Corrales Punta Cana Championship in the Dominican Republic and that was won by Graham McDowell. So um that was his first win since the twenty fifteen My Cobra Classic in his fourth PGA to a win in total. So a bit of a return to form. He's been struggling with injuries the last couple of years. Uh, Back end the last six months of 2018, he started to show a little bit of form and that sort of carried on into this year uh, because his world rankings were well down in the 200s. That win, I think jolts him back up into the top 150. Um, unfortunately, annoyingly, the wind doesn't give him an invite to the Masters. Um, it's one of those PGA Tour events that doesn't have enough clout to, uh, to have a Masters invitation. But even still, it's good to see him return to the winning circle. He's a top bloke. Um, and it also sort of breaks a streak um, it's the fourth consecutive week that a European has won a PGA Tour event that's never happened before in history so Europeans doing very well on the PGA Tour this year um, which I suppose is reflected by the fact the other way around Americans have be doing very well on the European Tour uh, themselves. Um, moving over to the European Tour we had the Hero Indian Open uh, which was won by Stephen Gallagher. Um, Stephen's first win in five years, uh, so it's great to see him back in the winning circle, and especially with his son, um, who was working as his caddy on the bag. So great win for uh, for Stephen Gallagher, and he, he did it in some style, overcoming a, a snowman eight, quadruple bogey eight on the seventh hole. Uh, he managed to come back to finish with three birdies uh, to to get the job done, to win by one shot. Um, so is that, again, like, Night G-Mac was his fourth uh, European Tour title, um, so good good win for him. Good return to form. Had to feel a little bit sorry for Jorge Campillo. Um, Jorge Campillo's uh, you know, young Spaniard who's been in great form over the last eighteen months. Um, he's had six top three finishes, including four second places. So so close to the winning circle, but not quite ever getting it over over the edge so um unfortunate for him he didn't quite make it but uh again he's just in some really solid form at the minute and that win will surely surely come um moving on to this week uh the pga tour event has the valero texas open there's no european tour event obviously in the run-up to uh the masters next week so either most people are taking a week off Uh, for preparation or some will be playing in the event this week Um, so this is only the second time that the the Valera Texas Open uh, which is in San Antonio has been played the week before the Masters Um, it's typically or historically been the Houston Open which is quite similar we normally get a lot more golfers playing the Houston Open um, which is more of a similar golf course to Augusta Um, and it'll be an interesting to see that the field is it, it, well you can tell by the field that most people will be taking this week off because um, you throw into the fact it is a very very tough course it's the third hardest golf course outside of the majors that the pros play each year you know the average score is above pars so you know normally single single digit under par will win this tournament so uh, it's a tough tough golf course um, in terms of uh, previous winners, uh, previous winners over the last four years, you had Andrew Landry who won last year, Kevin Chappell 2017, Charlie Hoffman in 2016, and Jimmy Walker in 2015. Um, in terms of the betting and kind of the field this week, you've got Ricky Fowler who leads the betting at 10 to 1, and and Kutcher at 16 to 1. Uh, followed by Spieth and Horshaw at 20 to 1. Then you've got the likes of Jason Cockrax and J. M., and then Jim Furick, man of the moment, and Lucas Glover at 30 to 1. Um, in terms of my picks, I'm going to go with this week Lucas Glover. Uh, Lucas Glover at 30 to 1. Um, he's always been a great ball striker, he's been in some seriously good form over the past uh, couple of months. Um, had a number of top 10s top 10 finishes already this season I think it was six top 10 finishes already this season so he's in some great form he seems to have found a putting stroke Um, so I think Lucas Glover at 31 could be a good shout he plays well on tough golf courses obviously won a US Open beforehand um, so he knows how to navigate around tough golf courses he has the kind of mindset and so on he just seems to be his game's in a really good place and where there's no one really that stands out that I think yeah I'm going to put my money on them uh, I think Lucas Glover at 30 to one's a good bet I was very close to going with Sung Jae Im at 28 to 1 he's he's having a great rookie season he's just outside the top 50 um, my only thing with him is that he's had 54 hold leads I think twice now including last weekend he's had 36 hold leads three times just seems to fall away a little bit at the weekend so He's still young, still learning. He's only 21, I think, if I remember rightly, and he will be winning, and he'll be a great star on the on the Europe on the PGA Tour, excuse me. Um, but uh, just for this week, I think a little bit of guile, um, a little bit of uh, expertise, and and history will probably serve Lucas Glover well uh, for me. In terms of the gents, so at, at the minute I'm leading the picks. I've got six points. Uh, Adam's got three. Simon's got two. Uh, Mark, invisible golfer, has got one. Um, Adam is going with Tony Finau this week. Uh, I think t- Tony, that's a, no, it's not a bad pick. Tony's not really been in great form, uh, he's been okay. Um, He's one of these guys who just never seems to be able to win. Loads of top 10 finishes, but doesn't seem to be able to win. So as a, I, don't, I don't mind that pick. It's not a bad pick from uh, from Tretti there. Um, Cy Byford's gone for former champion Charlie Hoffman. Uh, again, Charlie was in a great form a couple of years ago. Uh, won the event obviously in 2016, but not really done a great deal over the last 12, 18 months or so. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how he gets on. And then Mark's gone for Billy Horshaw. Um Again, I quite like Billy Horshall as a pick here. He's not everybody's cup of tea, seems to be a little bit Marmite. Uh, but, you know, he's been in some decent form over the last few months. So it would be interesting to see how he pans out this week. Um, so that's that's all we have. There's no European Tour event this week. The LPGA does have their first major, which is the Arna Championship. Uh, this was the event that was won by uh, Pania Lindbergh last year. She won after an eight-hole playoff. Um, which was, I think, the log- longest ever sudden-death playoff in uh, in LPGA Tour history. Um, so it's normally a very tightly contested event. I think uh, I saw somewhere on Twitter earlier on today that 12 of the last 17 ana championships have been won by just one stroke. So um, looked for some good golf on the LPGA Tour as well with their first major of the season. So look, there we have it. Valero uh, Texas Open is uh, our lead-in to the Masters. As I mentioned I'm away next week in the States but I will endeavour to get a podcast out um, given it's the first major of the season. Um, looking forward to it. Be interesting to see who might get that last Uh, invite into the Masters will it be somebody who's already going will we see Spieth return to some modicum of form uh, before next week Um, because he does love Augusta but at this rate I can't see many people wanting to lump on him given how poorly he's been playing over the last uh, couple of years so look there we have it enjoy the podcast enjoy the golf this weekend I'll catch up with you for Masters week next week cheers for now